Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good morning, wherever you're listening, right around the country. This is the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner with you on Sunday, September 4th. After a weekend of sport, we could talk about for hours and hours and hours. And who better to discuss it? And the wrap-up from the races, the football, and with all things to come, than Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. I'm great, mate. How are you? You bit... Uh... It's hired. Melbourne's got the better of you, has it? It's look, you walked in here and four days into your your Melbourne trip, your spring launch, you're uh, you're a bit tired, mate. I came in with the best of intentions. I did the grocery shopping on the first day. <laughs> I haven't had a lunch or a meal at my own house yet. Welcome to Melbourne. That's what happens. Yeah, that's there's too much going on here, mate. Out to dinner again tonight. Adelaide. I was hoping that got cancelled. Bit different, Adelaide, mate. There's plenty happening in Melbourne. There is. Hey, there you is. Coping all right. Enjoying it? It is good. I'm. I'm. Well, I haven't been to a, uh, a to a game of football as a spectator for a long time. I've been to the G since I think Geelong Hawthorne Easter two or three years ago, probably three years ago. There you go. Well, what a weekend of sport it's been. For four AFL games have been. You couldn't have asked for better AFL games to start off the finals. It's been absolutely enormous. I was lucky enough to get there Friday night. There's plenty of controversial stuff happening. Plenty of players and coaches under the pump. The cats, your cats, got up in a in a close one. What a match that was! I didn't rate Collingwood as highly as I should have. Yep. I mean, the right team won, <laughs> but, but and you can come for me off the text. Oh four double nine seven three six. I'm sure they will. I mean, there's not too many that didn't think Geelong were going to win, um, unless you're a Collingwood supporter. I think Geelong supporters and the rest of the AFL expected Geelong to win, and Collingwood supporters expected Collingwood to win, but the right team won. But gee, they are good. They are good. They are good. To take it against the best sort of using, you know, arguably Geelong and Sydney using side, their pressure elite. They are. They they've been very good, and they've we said this off air. We got a bit heated off air with a few things. We've come in fired up. I yeah, want to I want to hear from the the people listening as well. What's going on? But Geelong have just stepped up. They've beaten average teams by small margins, and they've beaten good teams by good margins. They just keep stepping up to the mark. First week of finals, they play Geelong, and they go to another level again. Their pressure is elite. They play a good brand of footy, and they're good to watch. That's Collingwood. Yeah. Collingwood, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, you know what we need off the top? Because I feel like I need that vent, right? And I, I feel <laughs> like we can do it with maybe the next 10 minutes. So 0499 736 736. It's time for the lay-bin. The lay bin, Tommy. Uh, I'll let you kick it away because once I think I've started and once I've started, I'm not going to stop. I'm just winding you up yeah. here. This is good. Just I'm let like it go. A spring at the moment. Your stamina is in the lay bin. My the, stamina. The, your stamina. Well, mate, it's a long spring. You've come in here four days after your trip and you cooked. Don't overdo it early. I'm, Don't get too keen. Don't over race. I'm, long, long spring. You'll park it soon. I didn't put my head on my chest. I've got it in the air, <laughs> and I am <laughs> fighting racing, the jock. You're on racing the like Kaboo with your head bloody 
head up. Over over racing, very keen. I'll tell you what, if you call in sick in the next few weeks on a Sunday because you've overdone it, that's you done. I wish I was that's... um I wish I was more Chautauqua like and just never just... left the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the fact that you've walked in here and you've taken my seat in the studio. Oh, oh, mate. And you you even put it on Instagram, the big boy seat. Yeah, come on. I've just been doing this for a year and a half, this show, and you waltz in and take my spot. Lay bin. You're in the bin. I've been doing this show uh, a bit longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I miss, from Adelaide. I miss you, this Luke. Is, miss you, Luke White. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my place. Ramick Track. Now let's talk about this. This oh, utterly disgraceful. I tweeted yesterday. Don't, oh, the, look the, out! The tracks are no good in Sydney, but they've got a forty-eight million dollar Golden Eagle. Like Rose Hill, a couple of weeks ago, couldn't win if you weren't on the fence. Ramick yesterday, rail seven. You had to be inside. Nothing made ground all day. On speed, up and in. It is. An absolute joke. I love punting on it. Don't get me wrong. And everyone will be like, oh, so easy to find winners. I had a, I had a great day because of that. You just identify those drawn, one, two, three. Those are going to find the fence, the leaders. Great. Great for betting. But if you're an owner or you've got horses set up to make grand finals, um, she's extreme, one of those, like, they just can't win. There was plenty of good runs. Um Back and wide, but you just can't win. She's Extreme was enormous from back and wide. We'll get to the racing. Don't get but, sidetracked here. Labin. The track is in the Labin. Uh, it's with an all, utter disgrace. With all that money, they could go and get all those choppers and just fly them over the track <laughs> and try it out. Like they, remember they did that before in Everest? They took that red chopper up the Correct. They had a few. They had a few choppers, but it sounds like you up in Queensland, yeah. up in Darwin, That's with all it. the choppers, mate. Yeah, 18 choppers. Um, yeah, exactly. Like you can't dish up those tracks uh, on big days. So, um, that's one. Before I go any further, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. That's that's worth noting. Happy, I mean, what, father to, happy oh, Father's Day to I my was, old man. I was going to get to that because oh, we're, we're going to have a little thing on the on the fathers, and it's a bit of a father's feel on trackside today. Oh, nice. So happy Father's Day to everyone. But we're in the lay bin. This is all the negative stuff we need to get out of the... You the, do you do your lay bin. I've got a few questions for you, whether you're backing or laying a few things as well. So you do your lay bin. I'm, um, I'm pumped. Uh, lay bin. The bloke that sat next to me at the football uh, last night, after I asked him three times um, to not scream, like, directly in my ear. So <laughs> my right ear is ringing. Uh, so do you. I asked you politely three times, young fella. <laughs> was it actually politely? Yes, it was. But you, there's a difference between, like, screaming out, but he was, like, literally turning and yelling right in my ear. Was he and doing the, it deliberately? Uh, no. But I, I think after the first two times, I was like, look, mom, that, that's actually not comfortable. Did you turn around and say, do you know who I am? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bryce Gibbs is going in the lay-bin. Yes. Uh, Let me just pick up that name you dropped, sorry. It's Bryce Gibbs is going in the lay-bin. Uh, decided to come to the footy yesterday. I said, mate, I'll meet you in the bull ring. He says, what's the bull ring? <laughs> he, he had come no on, idea. Bryce. He had no idea what the bull ring was. I said, well, right, well, I'll meet you at another gate. No clue, no clue. Uh, and he said, I'm either, it's, it's different for me. I've either been on the grass or behind the glass. And uh, so, Bryce, <laughs> you're in the lay bin. Uh, uh, good. Once again, uh, Victorians not uh, turning their headlights on. I've just got to keep repeating that. <laughs> in the wet weather, turn your headlights on, please. Lay bin. It's just a safety thing. Anything else? Oh, look. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You are very nervous about yeah, this. Well, look, I'm going to make you do it. JD's no, sitting here. He wants you to do it. Oh, look, David Taggart <laughs> might be in the lay-in. Here he is. Tags might be in the lay-in. Peer, peer well, pressure we, we into went this. For, let's, just say, <laughs> let's just say we went for a beer after work on Wednesday night and with Gareth, and um, Tags was adamant the food there was great. 
He might it is, have. It is a great job. And, and you came. Yes, I was there. With your old man. And yep. we've all sort of maybe got a feed, paid for it. And then someone said, why don't you join us all for dinner? And maybe all of a sudden, Tags got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, he decided to have, oh. have an eye fillet, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, deciding to eat when someone else pays, lay bid. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I'm in so much trouble for that. I can't Hopefully believe you've got to sit with tags for five hours. Oh, no. Oh, you guys got – why'd you do that? <laughs> I get to leave the studio when he comes in. Oh, That's no, hard. but I don't think you'll be listening. You might be getting me a ham salad roll. <laughs> Pretty rich coming from JD and I when he's buying his lunch literally as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> that is pot kettle black. Right a uh, couple of questions for you. Okay. Uh, backing or laying these things? Uh, Buy a week before finals. Uh, backing. Yeah, you're, you're a fan? Yeah, it gives everyone an opportunity. It evens the comp up a little bit. It gives the, the bottom four a chance. Arc review on Thursday night? Totally fine. You're Just backing it? Get over it. Back it in. Just get over it. Um, the umpiring, if anything, was probably favouring um, Richmond throughout the night. So, And that's – look, you go and look at other angles. It is what it is. In, in cricket, if you get given out, you're out. So just take it and walk away. There's that many 50-50 decisions on a night that – like even it, if that was fifty fifty, but it well, wasn't. It uh, went there's over the one post. that no, there's one that no one's mentioning, and the, the downfield didn't get paid correctly. Yeah, you're big on this one. Well, they didn't get they didn't pay that correctly. There was a holding the ball, like a few holding the balls. I think if you go back and dissected that game, and someone ran through you, I think you find Brisbane were more hard done by than Richmond, and that's going to light this text machine up. <laughs> by the way, I'm not going anywhere near the London Tavern in Richmond for a little while, <laughs> so no one give me a tweak on the beak, please. A <laughs> anyway. couple of other ones. Righto. Two goal umpires. Time to bring that in. Backing or laying? Don't mind it. Uh, oh, it might create confusion. I just think we need better cameras. Yeah, cameras. I think with anything. I don't know why they can't zoom in and have something that's a bit slower frame rate. Eddie McGuire's trying to get cameras in the balls or something. That's what. I, how does that work? I've got no idea. That doesn't work. Oh, I no but I mean, you should have a high definition, long range zoom camera that's as a slow frame rate. It looks like the arc looks like it's filmed from my iPhone. Yeah. Or no, no, no. The old Motor, Motorola razors, you know, with the, <laughs> the, the slide ones, the, 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 flip, slide? the, the, the flip. flip ones, the flip ones. <laughs> to coning, um, Genevan free kick. Not you're a backing free. or laying? No, nah, mate. And look, everyone will say a Geelong supporter. He'd, you are a Geelong if he, supporter. If he didn't dive, he was probably more of a chance. And if De Koning didn't take the mark, it was probably a free kick. Yeah, but I mean, like, you could pick out a hundred of those over the weekend, both ways. Like, just you've got to look at. I just want people to look at football with a bit more open. Like, it's good. You've got to be able to look at it bad against your team, right? As in that that your team have done something wrong. That's how you need to view games. No one's, no team's ever just gone in and not given away one free kick. Do you know what I mean? True. True. There's a few texts in. Um, <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon that last one, I know who's, who that's from. Um, there's a few texts in, obviously. Uh, great game of the G yesterday. Umpires forgot what holding and dropping the ball is. Why do the rules change in finals? Looks like he's laying the finals umpiring or they, the season umpire. I think everyone prefers the umpire in finals. Yeah, but they sort of put the whistle away too. They don't want I to prefer that. Games. Most yeah. people prefer that. Yeah, I don't mind it. Why don't they umpire like that rounds one to 23? Um, I don't know. It is interesting. Yeah. I, I, why don't they umpire the same from round one to the grand final? I mean, yep. you know. Um, Someone from the text says, you obviously don't understand. So they're putting me in the lay bin. They had 20 mil in the morning. It was a heavy 10 and the track manager couldn't do anything. Well, um, 
They said maybe maybe they could have called the meeting off. It's a question for discussion. Well, they had eight mil and they only had one mil after that. It wasn't a heavy 10. The time suggested it was better than that. But the rail was out seven. It was like a heavy eight, wasn't yeah. it? Well, leave yeah. the rail in the true. For starters, let yeah. the jockeys work it out. Don't put the rail in seven and give one horse a chance yeah, of winning. On like, one fr- on one lane and then the rest no chance. That's the thing. And Rose Hill, a fortnight, three weeks ago, exactly the same thing happened. And it's not good enough for connections. Um, so that person said you obviously don't understand. Or are you just telling them maybe to go and check the weather report and the rail position? Yes. Oh, do a bit of homework. Oh, we, oh. we predicted it to play up and in, but <laughs> you just it's not good enough for connections. Hey, guys, do you think uh, Geelong... One holding the ball last night. I feel like Collingwood tackled really well and they weren't awarded. I, I still think it was both ways. I thought there were free kicks. Geelong did ta- uh, Collingwood did, did tackle, tackle well. Really. The pressure was enormous. But just because but you tackle well, you still have to have prior opportunity and you can be spun. And if you're tackled and you get a handball away, it's not holding the ball. Comes down to the debate uh, about the umpiring, which was raised earlier in the text message. Why do they change the umpiring in finals as opposed to... Renzo Mate, I think the amount of times that... That person next to me decided to scream ball <laughs> and was in disbelief when a player got tackled and he's just given the handball directly off to a runner. It, it's not holding the ball if you are tackled. It's not If you get rid of it when you're tackled, it's not holding the footy. It was when Clayton Oliver tackled on Friday night. It's like it, it, you can be in the process of, but if you've got prior and you don't get rid of it and you get tackled, that's holding the footy. Yeah, one other one other one for you. You're backing or laying Melbourne as a place. Oh, the the city. The city. Oh yeah, back it in. Yeah, Gee, it whiz. In. Yeah, Adelaide. Uh, yeah, I back Adelaide in. Everyone bags Adelaide, but they've never been there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. What else have you got coming up? Well, I, I've I've got I haven't worked out hook turns here yet. I don't know how they work. Oh, we'll, we'll explain Someone, that to you. Um, I'll get a couple in your more. bloody bus you're driving. Um, yeah. <laughs> Great game at the G. Umpires forgot what holding the dropping of the ball is. Morning, gents. All the crap about the goal review. Are Lynch? How about laying Lynch for not being able to slot it right through? And his reaction would have told like his reaction. We didn't talk about that. He didn't carry on like a kick the goal. He no, knew. He, he did. knew. He did. That's very true. Uh, Racing Victoria vets lay in in a, on a rocket to the sun. Uh, Miles, can I get a shout out to Sean from Perth to say happy Father's Day to an amazing stepdad and our uh, stepdad and to our girls, Taya, Summer and Isla. Thanks from Taryn, the amazing Miss O. Well, Taryn, shout out to you, but happy Father's Day, Shawnee. And hopefully Isla and the team, you've all got us on, Taya and Summer, and uh, are tuning in there over in Perth. So happy Father's Day to you. Uh, New South Wales Racing is a lay bin. And uh, Shawnee from <laughs> Perth already chimed in. Happy Father's Day to all the legend dads. Barry Crocker yesterday. Small fields in the fair in the McEwen. Labin. Um, Miles, Richmond had net plus eight decisions, non-decisions go their way in the final quarter alone. There you go. So plus neutral eight. Neutral North fan. Yeah, so neutral North fan, and he's saying Richmond were plus eight yeah. in the final quarter alone. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, let's get stuck in this. Um, we, we, do you want to do the AFL we've some got, stats? Yeah, we've got some... Uh, Sunday bet fair edge on Father's Day right around the country. 0499 736 736. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. Uh, thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on AFL finals at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Sunday bet fair edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. You're listening to the Sunday bet fair edge on SEN. Trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858.
Oh, welcome back to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Aylock with you. Thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on AFL finals at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Gee whiz, we got the text machine fired up. It's happening. Here, Tommy. And, uh, well, we want to discuss more football. And who better to chat to than the 322-game, three-time All-Australian superstar of AFL Nation in Nick Del Santo. Morning, Del. Good morning, boys. How are we? Going very well. Hey, mate, can you remember a finals, like a first week of finals like that? In your time, unbelievable weekend of footy. Yeah, it was. And how fitting it was. You know, you go back two weeks ago when teams were still up in the air whether they were going to be in or weren't going to be in. And, you know, rewind the clock to that time, round 23. And just from a football purist perspective, you wanted teams that were in form and pretty much the best eight teams at that stage of the year. And I think we got that. And I reckon the last three days has been a reflection of all of those teams being somewhere near their very best. And I covered the game last night, the big game in Perth, and I thought there's no way that this game could live up to the standard of the previous three. And after the first 30 minutes, when the Dockers forgot to turn up and it was all about the dogs (laughs) kicking five goals, five, I thought, here we go. We've had three rippers and there's never four in a row. It's never happened. And then what an incredible comeback and what a great weekend of football it has been. So... It just, it just makes it difficult going forward. Now, we go two games next week, obviously two the following the granny. I don't know if it can get much better than what we've just seen. Well, it's, it, if it gets better, we're in for a treat. But uh, so you and Paul Hayes yep. will be just looking at each other 30 minutes into that game saying, where are we going for a beer? Just uh, already lined up a booking <laughs> at a restaurant there somewhere, Dow. And I reckon there was about 58,000 Docker supporters in Optus Stadium saying the exact same thing. What's the quickest <laughs> way to get out of here and never, and never speak about this game ever again? But... Oh, I was, you know, just quickly on that game. The the way that they just stuck to their their, their style and clearly their defence was out of whack, particularly early. You know, Marcus Bonson-Pelly kicks two goals in the first quarter and it was just, things weren't going their way. Their, their team defence was poor. Their ball movement was poor. But by saying all of that, they still just had, I think it was four shots. Walters had two chances. Lobb had two chances, which they resulted in one behind. So it wasn't like they were completely out of it. They just hadn't executed anything they'd probably spoken about previously. But what a great response. And then that last five minutes of the second quarter to kick four goals, just give them some sort of hope going into halftime. Uh, Dal, there's been a lot of conjecture about the umpiring and some decisions over the weekend. The text machine in his absolutely lit up. If you would have watched most of it, does it just it all comes out in the wash, doesn't it, for both sides? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on, Dal. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> well, I was, was going to try and be diplomatic, and then I thought, nah, stuff it. Look, <laughs> uh, clearly, clearly, the big one was Thursday night. Now, the, the Tom Lynch, this is my take on it. I think they ultimately got the right result, and I'm only judging that on Tom Lynch. And nobody knows the result of a kick better than the kicker. And Tom Lynch knew that it had missed. So I think they got the right result in the end. I think the process was wrong. And that, the, the vision that we saw, that the guys making the decision in the review saw, was not conclusive to be able to overturn. I, I don't see how that was ever the, the correct way to go about it. But I think the result was correct. Do you, um, yeah, Tom Hale, look here. something do you, crazy about finals. Do you think the umpires, the goal umpires, are forced to actually make a decision? If he, he wouldn't go, I actually don't know. I couldn't make it to the goalpost to see whether it went over the post. Do you think he's inclined to be forced to guess in a sense? Uh, 
Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, I'm trying to think of an occasion since that review system's come back in where a goal umpire has openly said, I actually don't know. And the bit I don't like about the goal review system is, even though we have this to give clarity, you can still get two different results given on what the umpire initially indicates. Yeah. You have to go back to your decision. So I don't like the theory that you can get two different outcomes from the same action. Um, but I, I can't remember a time where an umpire has put his hand up and said, hey, I didn't get there in time. My line of sight wasn't great. It, I mean, Tom Lynch should have kicked the goal. That's the other way to look at it. You're, you're a metre and a half out on a, slight, on, a, on a tough angle, but he still should have executed that. But there is something a little bit broader about umpiring in finals. There's no doubt that the play was allowed to go on more. Holding the ball was less. The play was given more time to get rid of the football. I think the niggle that was once, and I'm talking about the regular season, so two weeks ago that was once, you know, you you couldn't do that, is allowed. We, we, We secretly love it as fans. We love that it's a little bit different for finals. But it actually contradicts everything that we actually yeah. want. We want consistency in everything that we see. But, I mean, I, I sort of sit here, you know, waking up this morning, just thrilled by the whole spectacle of four games of footy. And I know there's always a couple of moments that will always uh, get spoken about, I guess. I want to ask you about the Bulldogs. Obviously, Frio came back and a huge win to them. But Bulldogs the biggest loser from the four matches? Uh, oh, that's a difficult one because I actually didn't give the Bulldogs much of a chance. So the actual result, I think, is what everybody thought. The way that they got there was completely different. You know, to kick five in the first quarter and then to kick three for the remainder of the game and, you know, in some ways, not be in it for three and a bit quarters, it was a huge surprise. I think there's other results. You know, I think the Melbourne one now really makes the draw interesting because they'll mm. cross over and not have the, the direct you know, route to, to the grand final if they are able to get there. So I think that's more of an intriguing piece rather than the dogs. And I, and I spoke about this last night. I'm intrigued by what the dogs do in this off-season. You know, it's one thing for us to speak about their list and what they need and what they don't need, but I really am interested in what they do with the trade period and then what they're looking to bring in. Do they think they can go again? Is it just a matter of, finding another key forward, for example, or finding another key defender or both and saying, hey, we're still somewhere around the mark. We just need to, you know, put a couple more pieces in there. Is it fair to say probably the four form kind of sides um, really won the respective matches? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And even looking at the Sydney Swans and what they were able to do on Friday night, you know, I was at the game, you know, I saw the game yesterday with Geelong as well. Geelong and Collingwood was an unbelievable game. And all na- um, numbers and stats leading into the game says Geelong has to win. But Collingwood were exceptional. So they were worthy of a top four position by their performance yesterday. I, th- I thought their intensity around the football, just their, just their grit, just their desire to compete was just exceptional. Nick Dacos, for a young man starting oh. his career, some of his Composer, composure... Yeah. And there was one particular, one particular moment in the last quarter. He's on centre wing. He's got pressure coming from the front. Every other player in Australia would have just booted it long. But not Nick Dacos. He finds a short target in, the, in a split second. And, they, and that results in the Jordan Ngoi goal. It was just moments like that. You think this is just an incredible young man making his way through, uh, through the system. So, yeah, I think the, the four informed teams did win uh, on the weekend. Dal, Peter Dacos said at a function before the game that he had the boys that morning in their routine. They mowed the lawn, took the bins out, and had to wash the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was pretty good. That's, hey. um, 
Yeah, yeah. I think they're almost at the stage where they can tell their dad where to go, though. Aren't yeah, they? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised they're still at home. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> I wouldn't be. You were. Well, that's, that's that's the mod, that's the modern young person, though, isn't it? Just saving a few pennies in the pocket before they start buying yeah. houses all over Australia. <laughs> but um, you've got to keep them humble. If that's their routine and they've done it their whole life, then make sure they're doing their chores at home. Dale, it'll be remiss of us to get you on and not produce or get a tip for you. Who wins the big thing? <sighs> Who wins it? Come on. I, I said that the safest, the, safe, the safest bet in Australia, in Australian sport, was Geelong. But then what I saw yesterday, I just retract that a tiny bit. Mm. I'm going to go with Sydney. I think, and maybe that's a little bit too you know, short-sighted on what they did on the weekend. By saying that, I think Sydney will be better placed next year. Whatever happens in the next three weeks, I think Sydney will be better placed and a better team next year. Um, but they were the best performer on the weekend for me. I loved what Sydney did. did their, their blood culture to stop the opposition in defence, their scoring power, and Buddy didn't really fire a shot. So there's upside with some, you know, individuals, individuals as well. I love what the Swans are doing. Uh, Dal, appreciate your time on a Sunday morning. Understand you're coaching the AFLW, St Kilda v. the Hawks today, so best of luck with that. Chat to you again soon and uh, have a great Sunday. Thank you very much. Nick Del Santo. guys. Enjoy September. Good on you, mate. Nick Del Santo there. He's a jet. That's great a... to have him on, yeah. Tell you what, geez, didn't our, didn't our man, JD, just get a little bit excited Saints, when he Saints gets... Man. Yeah, Dal, yeah. Like, uh, yes, Mr. Del Sano, he's got in there. <laughs> Let's go to a break. We'll come back the other side of this five better odds on AFL finals at Betfair Gamble responsibly. Welcome back. Sunday, Betfair Edge, Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the AFL finals on Betfair. And as always, Gamble responsibly. Tommy, I'll run through a few text messages really quickly. Um, boys, how did my Bulldogs lose last night's game? Gutted from Big T. Oh, well, bad luck. Good Big question. T. People don't realise that they've changed the interpretation either at the start of this year or the last. There's no incorrect disposals. It's all about prior opportunity. That's true. It's fun to yell ball. Good on you, Swanee. The lay-bin, Roaming Brian from Peter. <laughs> Not a fan. I think there's a few that might have done that. I was at both games and umps won't call holding the ball. Just play within the rules. And don't you guys prefer holding the ball more or less because they should be doing the rules by the book? Or probably less. You want to see the game flow on. We've got some stats around the footy. Yes, we do. Um, huge. Obviously, Brisbane. Um, Brisbane, Richmond. Brisbane hit $10 in a play, um, which is an amazing one. Richmond hit a dollar one. to be honest. They traded as low as $1.10. So, um, look like they uh, might win late. Slocky Neal was enormous there, obviously. Fitzy, your man, he was huge. He was enormous. He was enormous. He, he had the second most ground ball gets in AFL finals history, and that's only behind his own record. Yeah, amazing. Can I, and clearances, he had 15. Um, quick one. We've had every game this week, winners have traded. Brisbane, $10.00. Sydney, $6, Geelong, $2.72, and Fremantle, 
in four games of footy. That shows you how amazing that game is. Western Bulldogs had a huge amount traded as as low at as low as a dollar ten or oh. under a dollar twenty. They fifty thousand traded under a dollar twenty. The dogs. Whoa! So someone's done their dough, and so someone's won also. So um, that's the beauty of Betfair. You can back and lay. Someone would have laid the dogs at a dollar ten, a dollar fifteen, and, and made some money out of that as well. But huge, ab- absolutely enormous. Sydney got a six dollars, as I said. Uh, Melbourne got as low as a dollar nineteen. And it's been an amazing round of footy, mate. Certainly has. Certainly has. Um, what about some big results in the racing yesterday? There were some surprises, and I mean, you don't have to look too far. I had a, I think, reasonable enough day. You had a good enough day. Yeah, that fill up, which was good. Um, yeah, there wasn't actually that many real rank outsiders on the day. Uh, we saw one at Mildura with a, a, what a about, massive one. What about Acer? Yeah, Acer was, but he was 20 to 1. It's not... I hundreds. know. Yeah, I know he's not. But that's the thing. Like, there was a few of those. Yep. And like, military expert, great call by you. I followed you in uh, Thanks, off mate. the show. Pounding I got in the last at 7.50. Yes, uh, your best bet in Adelaide got up. Taunting got up over that there. That was a nice win. Cadre de Noir got up at Ramwick. That was nice. That one yeah, as well. It was a good day. And the, the Aussie Nugget won at Dooman. The pattern of the day was really good. I'll tell you some bad beats, though. Magic Phantom, mate, loomed up. Like it was going to go straight past him, trade as low as a dollar oh three, and got rolled. Ooh. That was amazing. Um, Belmont, Catalpa, and Comes a Time both got beaten at a dollar oh one and a dollar oh two. Oh, I was I followed Terry with Comes a Time there. Ugh. Amazing. Um, so that loomed up, and then multinational as well hit a dollar oh four. In play, um, there's a few. North Star Lass was huge. Got out to 120 when headed and fought back along the Travelator on the inside and. Got the nose up. Typical Waterhouse bot horse um, fought back after hitting 120 in play, mate, if you don't mind. And then there were a couple of others at Belmont in those races we just touched on that came from nowhere or fought back. So, yeah, a bit happening on uh, the data world at betfair.com.au. I was a bit to talk about next week because I've actually just looked through and I've it's from our show, I think, on Friday, Tommy, we've had a pretty good day at Mooney Valley, all in all. Oh, Troch. That was my well, best Well, you rolled value. me there with Lady yeah, Laguna. That was my best. You rolled four numbers out on Friday's Betfair Edge and didn't have Troch and almost fell off the chair. Yeah, and, it, and it, that one, and I was second. Was Castilian handy. in the first, Major Bill Red Sun, and then um, Midnight Blue running a drum at $3.60 was pretty handy uh, in the next race. Yep. Uh, Great and- question here on the text. Why did Eduardo blow out so much? We'll get to that in a minute. We'll touch on Mooney Valley for the moment. Yeah. We'll get to um, that. Then Brightside Inspirational Girl, well, they were. Brightside was well back to pattern of the day, suited those on speed. Really good ride by Craig Williams. Got the horse going at the right time, hit the front at the right time with the race fitness and got them off the bit. I haven't seen the McEwen, Rothfire, Zoo style calling out. I didn't see what happened. You haven't seen hosting. a replay. Um, I'll tell you what, the Inferno warmed up really nicely late to run fourth. <laughs> well, I think he's in for Moya. Get on for the Moya and the Manicado. Um, he loves Mooney Valley. The Inferno warmed up late. Rothfire had this perfect sit. It was really good. It's that Queensland form again, Fitzy. I've been ta- saying it over it's and over again. Up. Ran the Quinella fitness. there. Rothfire, Zoo style, ran the Quinella there. Colin Gatto sat outside lead was okay. No knock. Um, but uh, the Inferno was one to watch there. Rothfire was fantastic. There might be an Everest calling again for Robbie Heathcote. Um, Troach, we touched on. Fantastic. My best each way on the card. Asar was a bit of an upset there. Corner pocket stuck on okay. Fitzy, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, no. No. That was not a, not a great race. Military expert, good. Pounding, good. So that's Mooney Valley. Um, Sydney, well, the big one was Eduardo, and he was a massive, massive drifter, Fitzy. Uh, did you catch that race? They, I did. They just came for Andermatt, and they came for Andermatt because of the, the heavy... They did, and this is another perfect example. It wasn't a heavy 10, for one, and 
he couldn't win, and Matt, from the way the track was playing. You had to be on on speed or inside fence. He was never going to find that pattern. It was one of the most bizarre drifts I've ever seen. And Eduardo just showed how good he is and how much better he is. You go back and I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but go back and have a look at Andermatt's form. He's beaten absolutely nothing. He got beaten by flying crazy two starts ago. That horse would have been a hundreds in this. Like, Well, it, what's, what I found even more staggering is with that pattern, I thought, well, then aren't they going to come for Zaki? And then he drifted. Yeah, first up wet track. Everyone got, and this is the problem with the way they rate tracks. It's not a heavy 10. Don't say it's a heavy 10. Zaki would have been a risk got a heavy 10, but I don't think the time said it was uh, a heavy 10. So, yeah. New Marion was close for you? Might have been. New Marion, I'll tell you what, if that rain didn't come through in the, throughout the morning, New Marion wins that. Oh, I was a bit disappointed he got a pair back further than I thought. He was my best <laughs> each way. It was Hang on, a- you said if the rain didn't come, that's like saying if the dog didn't stop to crap, it would have caught the rabbit, Tommy. Well, we're forced to tip on a Friday night in this show. It was my best <laughs> each way. Oh, yeah, I that's tipped, true. I tipped it. Friday morning, they they didn't forecast the amount of rain they got. Typical Sydney, but great run. He's flying. He's come back better than ever. Hell I Am in the one after. We got that one. Hell I Am was good. I didn't have Kiss of Bride in the last. North Star Lass was good up on up on speed, as I said. She's Extreme's a horse to follow. Um, a couple of horses out of uh, the Chelmsford. Benno flying. Mm-hmm. Benno's absolutely flying. It was a great run. Shorefire just didn't handle the wet track. Forget the others, and Hell I Am, as you said, finished off really nicely with Kiss the Bride getting up in the last, which was a good win. Bjorn Baker in the last in Sydney again. But Did you see the footage of him going off? I didn't. Have you go and have a look, and he's like, bolts, he carries on, then bolts out the door. He's like, got to make the TV interview. Yes, he's, yeah. a, he's a great man. We uh, love having you on the, the show. We'll he's get him on good. soon. Yeah, well, I only had him on ye- yesterday. Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had him on the Saturday morning show. I had him on. Didn't give me a push for it, though. He pushed a Arapaho. Anyway, uh, let's go to a break, Tommy. On the other side of this, we'll have a look at a little bit of today, and we might get some odds. Just have a quick update to a video. Brownlow, uh, plenty of sport. Brownlow Grand Prix on tonight. NRL All Grand Prix. Yep. Break time from the Betfair Edge. Back in a moment. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Sunday Betfair Edge, Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. All thanks to Betfair. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I'm in big trouble. JD is right on the money today, isn't he? He just hasn't missed in the producer's booth. Any hope of uh, tags not seeing that? He's just, JD's just tweeted a little <laughs> clip on Tagaloa. Oh, no. It wasn't even a clip. Oh. I'm in trouble. Anyway, hopefully he hasn't heard it. Um, well, he has now. Why, why did Eduardo <laughs> blow out so much? He won't be listening. Um, feel bad for the dogs. And will Sydney play Collingwood at Stadium Australia since it holds double of the SCG? I doubt that very highly. I think Sydney will want it at the yes, SCG. they will. They will. Yeah. Um, Tommy, today. Oh, there he is. The great man. He's in. He's in. He's not happy. He wouldn't have heard it. <laughs> JD, don't you dare. Oh. <laughs> don't you dare. Uh, racing today, uh, we'll get a few markets. Oh, I'm pretty keen at uh, Birdsville today. Six race card. Oh, uh, yeah. You would yeah. have done the four at Birdsville, mate. On a good surface. Never stopping. On a good surface. Um, good part of the world. Who wins? You still with Lockie Neal on the Brownlow? Yeah. All the markets are up. Betfair.com today. I'm going li- to I'm I'm, I'm, I'm lay him. Like, of course, because my position's... Yes, strong. So I can I can just lay. I'm only going to lay one. Uh, I'm I'm actually not going to lay him. I'm just going to back Oliver Fair and, make, and just guarantee myself a, a profit. Oh, yep. 
I've averaged six dollars uh, over six dollars for Clayton Oliver, so I'm doing all right there. Um, plenty happening. Melbourne Brisbane next week. They're interesting game. A dollar forty Melbourne Brisbane three forty. Collingwood a dollar fifty three versus Fremantle two dollars eighty. The Brownlow Medal Lockie Neal's three sixty five. Clayton Oliver four ten. Paddy Cripps six sixty. And Took Miller nine twenty. It'd be amazing if uh, Cripps wins after being rubbed out, going out at $500. Oh, I just think it's, it just really feels like it's been a two-horse race all year, doesn't it? Probably wouldn't sit well with me if uh, Cripper wins, just after they've come out after the AFL. Gilk said he should have been rubbed out. Oh, yeah. Just, it'd be a weird... I, know it's a, I don't think it should matter if you get rubbed out. You should just be best player, you reckon? I just think it's the best player. I don't mind that. If I mean, because you you're going to get rubbed out. Yeah. You can get rubbed out now for... You know, like imagine the Will Hayes one, right, for Carlton. So he lays a tackle like that. There's yeah. no intention to hurt. He gets two weeks for tackling someone. Yeah, but he won't win a Browner. No, but I'm, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? That sort of decision. You know, know it's not like he punched anyone. I know what you're saying. Um, We've got plenty coming up. We've got Soccer World Cup, Cricket World Cup, Australia going down to Zimbabwe. Did you see that? No. Australia lost to Zimbabwe yesterday. They did not. <laughs> they did. Got bowled no. out for 141 by Zimbabwe. Cricket Australia in the Labin. Uh, actually, that's nothing. You know what? Langer wouldn't have allowed that. Did they go? Did they lose? Australia lost. Australia lost. Wow. Um, first, first win in Australia for Zimbabwe. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Langer would not have allowed that. This is no. what they get. This is... Langer wouldn't have allowed it. <laughs> he definitely would have. Wouldn't have allowed it. Too funny. Um, it, it's it's a funny one. It's a funny one. It, it's. This week, like this spring of sport, it's never felt like there's been more sport on or coming on. Like I didn't even realise the cricket was on. Yeah, amazing. Like there's so much on. The tennis is on at the moment. US Open. We have Steve. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh tags. Want to know all of it? I think I might be in trouble here again. Uh, Margaret from Sunbury. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Miles. Welcome to Victoria. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. How are you going this fine morning? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm listening to you. And, uh, well, you're going fine till you said, well, Paddy Kreps, although you did stick up a little bit for him. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> my money perhaps is on uh, uh, Neil. You're here with Neil? Yeah, I think I think Lockie Neal. Is it Lockie Neal? Yeah. Yep, that's it. What did you think of his game um, on Thursday night, Absolutely Margaret? He was enormous. Fantastic. Enormous. Enormous. Absolutely magic he was. He, he just he was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And he played so free. I thought he just uh, he just took over. He nobody got near him. He was marvellous. Wonderful. Margaret I think that's can you remember? Yes, go ahead. Can you remember in your in your time you would have watched a lot of football? Can you remember a better weekend of finals football? Have you seen a better one? No, that was absolutely magic. The way it uh, uh, the, the closest, I couldn't even believe last night, and I didn't think that was as great as game. But ten nine, ten nine, you know, perfect. The scores were so. Earlier, I mean, the afternoon match, which is so perfect, you know. The, the whole weekend was a, a great weekend of football, really. Margaret, who wins, who wins the grand final? I tipped Geelong. Uh, You've made Miles with, happy. Uh, Sydney Swans grand final, but uh, hmm, I, I think they will. I, I, 
I think Geelong, although they struggled, I thought they had to really play their guts out to beat to win uh, beat Collingwood. I thought Collingwood would be very good. Did they, I'm surprised at how good they are. They mm. were superb, Collingwood. And, and do you know what did surprise me, Margaret? There were a lot of Carlton fans wearing their Carlton gear at the um, Geelong-Collingwood game yesterday. That's in the lay-bin. A lot. That is in a the lay-bin. A lot lay-bin. of them. They're out in full force, yeah, Margaret. That's uh, that's very good. I'm pleased they did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very pleased. You never forget your jumper. You know, I've still got the jumper in the wardrobe. I wore it to SEN about five or six years ago, and I bought it for my son, as we did in those days when he was five or four years old. We always bought it too big so it would grow into it. <laughs> and it's still there. Yeah, few sizes too plastic, many. Plastic, the plastic emblem on the front's all cracked, but it doesn't matter. It's still there. Well, Margaret, I hope Paddy Cripps does get up for your sake. I think that, yeah, I'm I'm just very wary of what I say about Carlton now on Sunday oh, mornings. You, now that you, I yeah, thought I was in trouble there. You've got to watch yourself. You've got to watch yourself. And my horse is running on uh, Tuesday. Margaret's banter is? Margaret's banter, yes. Where's it in? Mowie. Where's mm. it in? It's at Mowie? Mowie. Mm. Are you able to I'm get going. down there? You're going down? Yeah. I am going, yes, I am going. I've got a date, I've got an appointment earlier on in the day, uh, or in the middle of the day, actually, uh, 11.30, and I thought, oh, gee, that's a bit <laughs> rough. So I've still got to go and attend to it, because it's important, and uh, so I'm going to it. My son said, right, Mum, we'll take you to it. Actually, it's a hospital appointment. I've got to go to it and have the test and stay there for about an hour, and he's picked picking me up at the front, I'll be dressed, we go straight to Maui and get there in time for the race. And I think it's uh, not the sixth race, so I'm only just going for the race and come, turned around and coming home again. Margaret, best of luck with How's the horse. That's the loyalty. Yeah, absolute loyalty. Best of luck with the horse on the weekend. We're just about to jump to one of Hutchie's little favourite ad breaks, so we've Goodbye. got to run, Margaret. We'll talk to you later. Cheerio. Uh, Bye for now, darling. Thank you very much. Oh, I love getting a call for I thought I was in a bit more trouble than I was. Oh, oh, I thought Tags was calling in. Yeah, hey, uh, mate, that's all we've got time. It's always good when Margaret chimes in on the Betfair Edge. Race 3, Geelong, number 16 today. Fitzy, Galica, back that. Race 3, number 16. Galica, yep. Galica or Gallica? Gallica, one of the two. First up, trial well. That's your tip. Um, you're still saying, I want to go back and find all this audio about me declaring Neil for the Brownlow and the Geelong in the Grand Final and all the yeah, other stuff. Right but on. anyway, we'll get to that. Right on. Uh, right thanks, on. Tommy. Hey, guess who's coming mate. up next? The six-timer, the superstar. The main man, the skipper, he's ready, he's pumped, he's keen to go. He joins us on the other side of this. It's trackside time. Send us a text, 0499 736 736. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.